one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. To all the Teddy owners, I'm sorry. This was his night. You held him through the bye. You held him through the tough times. He comes out the other side. This was the time. 19 in 24 minutes. Got his line break. 100 meters already in this one. Roosters just started to show their potential this year. Things were finally looking up. And then Bailey Simonson happened. Very upsetting. A lot of people now are just like, oh yeah, he's going to be so cheap. And and we're going to pick him up. And firstly, we just have to acknowledge all the, the fallen soldiers that, that own him. There, there's a bunch. There's 20% of you. And you don't deserve this. Teddy, sometimes we'll start slow. Sometimes we'll start well. This year he started slow and then he didn't deserve this injury with that buy. So, yeah, just wanted to put that out there to start. Uh, apology to all the Teddy owners. It just hasn't worked out. He's going to be about 625 after this and is probably going to get a lot lower. Looks like he'll miss next week as well. So what you decide to do with Teddy is completely up to you, whether you trade him out whether you look to hold now because he's just going to get cheaper and cheaper and everyone's going to select him now. You watch, he'll come back and he'll absolutely kill it. So it's just such a tough decision to make for anyone who owns Teddy. Uh, so yeah, a big sorry to you guys. Josh Hodgson, again, 18 points in 50 minutes, just super low uh, with him there. As I said, a few people were like, oh, select him, he'll be gone. And he's just not not playing that well, to be honest with you. He's doing okay footy-wise. They, they still can't win though apart from that one game last week, and they, they won it with him off the park, so not great. His replacement, though, in that 30 minutes that Brendan Hands played, this was our worry with, with Hansy, and, and Scoop said this perfectly in our buy, risk, it, hold, and sell video, was that edge bench guys and hooker bench guys, it's very, very hard for them to come out and be perfect. So 30 minutes for him, 17 tackles, which was good. Uh, just had you know six run meters, so didn't get anything in that and had that one inside 10 meters. So, Hansy, it's going to be very hard for him to make money. He did make the 26 last week. He will make a little bit this week, but going forward, I doubt that he gets past the 300 or 320 mark. So, 
Yeah, it was a way to cash down this week. It was a way to have some cover. I think he'll continue to play like he's doing a good job, but minutes-wise, points-wise, this is why we mentioned that probably wasn't a great idea to pick up a cash cow this week. Uh, just, you know, to make a double trade to get someone like Hosking where we don't know exactly, you know, we know how he's going to perform when he's on the park, but is he going to keep that spot? That was the worry there. We'll move up the line this time. Makatoa got 34 minutes in this one, so go him. Mike Acevo did pick up a line break and try, but he just doesn't look the same, does he? There was that one there that Brownie got him early pill and he got past the winger and he was one-on-one with Joseph Suali'i and uh, like he would have bull- he would have bulldozed him for sure, really. Like it was he was coming across field, like so hard to make that tackle one-on-one and yeah, decided to try and kick it. So you saw Gutho in there that was not happy at all and I completely agree. Uh, Greg was in there. He's a 220 guy and I understand why people were looking at him. It is only going to be a couple of weeks with Junior Barlow there. So 27 in the 33 will make a little bit of cash going forward. But how long does he get that spot? Like, he's not going to make much this week, considering he's averaging 17 for the year. So, yeah, it was just a very big risk if you're looking to pick him up. Matt Dury looks like he's a better impact player than he is big minute guy. He's got 30 now. So pretty much pretty much rivaled his 70 minute games with getting a 30 in that one. So 17 tackles for him. Seems to be running good lines. And obviously he comes on to some slightly tired forwards, but he comes in and gets straight into his work and 54 meters, four tackle breaks in that one. Really, really good for him. Kevin Gillard, 31 in his 68 minutes. So this is the type of scoring that we do see from Regan. And he's owned by 4.3%. And a lot of the top guys actually owned him. Yeah, obviously a bunch of them, uh, newer to fantasy or you know first couple of years and, and their selections there of Regan are just seeing that you know those random games where he gets those big minutes like this and scores tries and then we know from experience and looking at footystats.com that he does come back to these type of games and and that happened in this one is the Cardi party over I think it probably is and we've had an amazing ride for those that don't own him obviously you have a bit of a win this week it wasn't as as great of a win as it could have been considering he was at eight or nine, or I think he'd update about nine or 10 at half time. So did move out to the centers as well. It just wasn't really, you know, changed sides, moved to the centers, ended up in the back row to finish uh, when, who was it? He had, had Penasini come off. He had Simonson come off with sin bins. Um, and then obviously an injury there as well. Yeah, so he had to move to that uh, right side. But there it is. That's uh, that's Cartwright. I'm very happy with his output. He's going to make another like 30 or 40K. So he'll be up to 275 at least in gains for the year. I picked him up in round two. I think I missed 50. So over 200K made. He's averaged 49 over the, the entirety of this season in the five games. And he's done a perfect job. So he's now going to be a great stepping stone over the next few weeks to downgrade him or downgrade someone else and then upgrade Cardi to Heinze. Maybe you can go Cartwright and get a one of those falling guns in the Brayleys and these types of players here. So we obviously have lots of edges. It's not really an issue if he does miss out next week. Just means you won't have that another another good score in your team and, and finally a low score for him. So very happy for owners. Non-owners, you're happy with the 33. But overall, I just think it's a wash this week. Uh, we get extra cash made and he's done a great job. So that's that there. Mitchell Moses, that's the, the big question mark here in, in this round was Mitchy Moses there. He's owned by a lot of that top 1,000, top 5,000 there. I think it's about 17 people that own him in the top 100. So important for us that are trying to chase that top 100 that he did score low there because he's been super, he's been super over the last you know five weeks there. 57 is his average. He's priced according to that now, which is good. But this game wasn't for him. Kick meters are really down. He had no attacking stats there. He had five missed tackles from his 19. This is an anomaly game for him. His sort of bad games are in that 40s 
and they just got trounced there. You know, it is going to get easier for them as of next week. So Moses, a clear hold this week. You just obviously upset with the output that he provided there. How annoyed were we with when Egan Butcher went over for that try? And I know a lot of people actually traded him this week. You know, a few of us had done the last couple of weeks, but uh, they obviously pulled it back, which wasn't nice. I think it was a silly try assist for me that gone begging there. Uh, but how bad of a play was that from Luke Keary? As much as he had a pretty good game there, that was a, a shocker. Pass the ball and then grab onto Simerson. Always going to be pulled back. So very silly. But yeah, Butcher there just you know played a little bit better. But four missed tackles for him. No attacking stats at all. He's a sell, guys. He hasn't played well all year on that edge. And he's definitely going to... I think he's going to average more in the middle in about half the minute. So hilarious how that's worked out. Okay, so Ali'i, I decided to loop him and I will take that 40. I think I'm going to take it for Warbrick, for those that are interested in my squad there. Uh, I'm going to pop Talau into the wing fullbacks for Warbrick, put Warbrick in number eight spot. That means I'll just get Suali'i's 40 straight up. So yes, I could have played him straight away uh, and, and not had and, and not looped him and looped you know, Ilias or whoever I was going to in that five position. But this was the safest play because Suali'i could come out and get a 15. He could come out and get a 20. And then I'm really annoyed with that output there. At least with this, I now know that you know Warbrick, he did score really good last year, but uh, last week. But up against the bunnies in this one, I think it's going to be a much tougher assignment. And I would suggest that a 40 is going to be better than what Warbrick puts out. And if Warbrick does happen to beat 40, that is okay because I get bulk cash gains from Warbrick there. And yeah, there's no there's no real negative to that side of it. I take the 40. 40's good. I'm glad he got upgraded a little bit. He moved to the fullback position and he got other. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. That one try assist with the offload uh, to Jackson Palo there, there was uh, no real touches for him. You know, how many times do you see, like, you know, when their teams are playing the Knights, the kick goes long all the way down to, to Lockie Miller and he's running the ball back? I think Suli got one bomb to him and they ended up just part they had some space on the left and he passed it to Tupo so nothing really went his way I'd imagine Joey Manu comes in and plays fullback next week and I think that's probably a better one for the Roosters like he did his job out there just gave his centers early ball uh, but I think him in the centers is is fine and and he is sharp man good thing is for him he's averaging 39 now which is fine it's not the best thing in the world but dual position running the ball so hard and his left foot step is electric so Great to see that none of the rugby stuff has annoyed him this week or, or stopped him from coming out and doing really well. He was great. And as I said, I'll take that 40 from him going forward. Dual bags Brown, so 41 for him. I think he just needs Sean Lane back to, 
to really be a bit more of that focal point in this offense. But his long passing is getting a lot better. Uh, he had that long pass to Sivo, who didn't use it properly. Uh, but had that long one where he scored uh, right at the end of the game. So that worked out for him with the try assist. Uh, and that was that. Panasini, he is getting better and better every week. So obviously got the sin bin in this one, and that stopped him from getting about a 50. But he's one of those guys, along with Isaiah Tass, I think are great options at under 600K. He should be up to about 600 after this week with that 42. Uh, but his delightful offload on the way back through, it just knew, you could tell when he was... Going up to run, he's like, oh, it's last tackle. I don't have many options. I'm going to hit and pass straight away, knowing Gutho's going to be there. And the pass was just bullet point uh, perfect there. So well done to Panasini and anyone who owns him. He's still fairly low ownership at 3.3. He will be a keeper come end of the year, especially with the Eels draw opening up a bit. And they continue to go right. So Moses on that right, guys. There's no reason why they shouldn't. Obviously, Lane will, will bring them back to the left-hand side just a tad. But I think that that position on the right there, especially if Maddo's playing there, they're going down their way a lot. And Maddo's you know, having a mix between running the footy and then passing as well. Speaking of Maddo, he's been hectic. So we'll, uh, we'll get to him in a second. Drew Hutchison in that center position, 25 tackles and two misses. Got a nice try. Big shout out to him. He did a great job in that center position. Hargraves, 45. Gutho there with 47. So really, I just don't know what, what the Eels are doing here. He is by far and away... You know, in the top two in terms of players that are they're the best players in, it, in their side. He's the, everywhere. He That try-saver he got, like for him to not get that try-saver live, I'm, I'm so glad he got it. Um, hilarious that Hopgood got the try-saver there. Um, he picked up nine points there, Hopgood, in that in that one play. So captainers of him got very lucky because that was Gutho's try-saver. And for both of them to get it, bit ridiculous, uh, to be honest with you. Gutho obviously got the nine points for it as well. But to both players get nine points, when a try is worth eight for two players, yeah, one player gets a try, two players get a try saver, and and like the turnover when it was all Gutho, it just it seemed a bit weird to me. Obviously have Hopgood, but you know captains I think got a little bit lucky on that one. So mini salty, but I would have been extra salty if Gutho didn't get the try saver because he yeah he did amazing work on that one, and it's just always everywhere, guys. Like really, like uh, Guru was saying there, there's only probably four or five fullbacks that you'd bring in to supersede him. Otherwise, he he's just one of their better players. Fullback is not their issue. Let's just say that. Brandon Smith, who traded in this week? Pop your hand up. 14.8% still own him. And that's great because he's a 490K now. And that gives him a chance to start to make some money. 68 minutes means that his ribs are improved, which is good. And he only came off for Turpin in that last bit there. And then he uh, came back on near the end and played some good minutes. But three offloads for him. 33 tackles. Didn't run the ball that much. Got one kick out of dummy half there for 55 meters. And still had a few negatives to get 48 is good. And you'll start to make some money soon. So really, really good there. Jackson Bolo there, as I said, 49 for him. He looks better and better uh, each and every game. What he looked like at the Bunnies was okay. And since coming to the Roosters, he's been great. And he was an interesting one at the start of the season. It was either like Suali'i or Jackson there. And Jackson's been the better buy. On that wing there, he's been getting lots of opportunities. Obviously, Walker's been out there giving him plenty of early ball. And, you know, those right side raids are doing great for their squad. So Jackson there, I don't think he's going to be an option from here just because he's going to be closer to 500 as a winger when he hasn't got the pedigree, but he's had an incredible start. 175 meters, try assist, a try in that one as well. Awesome stuff. Hopgood. I, yeah, I'm worried about him week to week. The consistency isn't there. Minutes are there, which is good, but he didn't run the ball much. So 61 meters, but you do have guys like Madison there taking a little bit of that. He looked like he 
he just didn't have the ball in his hands as much as he did in those first bunch of weeks. So as a captain, I think you need to cool your jets on him. When you've got Cleary, you've got Heinze there, you've got Payne Haas, you've got Grant, you've got all these guys that are averaging just that ticket a little bit more or about to. I think they're the play from here on in. But yeah, I can understand why you'd be going for him. He was averaging 66 before this. So yeah, no no clear reason why you wouldn't. I just see you know things changing a little bit. His minutes are dropping a tad as well. So there's a few little things that kind of stop him from being that you know, knockout option as a captain each, each and every week. Ryan Madison, he's a clear gun. He's going to be the exact same again, guys. So pop him into your sides. If you need someone in that position, you're going to get him all the way through till at least 13, depending if he makes origin or not. So keep that in mind, but at least all the way to 13, which is you know plenty of rounds to go considering it is round five now. He'll be priced about the same. He made 4K last week, so just above his uh, where he's priced at now. And he'll go, I think, a little bit more, but not too much. And the full 75 minutes mixing between the right edge and also the middle there. So well done to him. And then Daniel Tupo with 59 for his outing here. Uh, a lovely game for him. He looked a little bit slow in that first one. Mitch Moses with that nice tri-saver, which he did not get. So that's a little bit frustrating to Moses' owners. I'll just clarify the reason he didn't get that tri-saver, guys, is because it was about five meters out. So it does need to be a little bit closer, and they're about to reach out and try and score, and they tackle him out, uh, or they're over the line. So majority of the time, you don't see people get the tri-saver unless it is over the line, or they're really close in that tri-scoring position where he was still running towards the line. Uh, yeah, so very frustrating, but and it deserves a tri-saver because it was, but it's a little bit too far out, I believe, for it to be a tri-saver there. Okay. Sammy Walker and Lindsay Collins, two guys I mentioned in the preseason that I thought had a bit of value. Put your hand up and let me know in the comments if you did select Lindsay Collins because he's scoring really well at 2% ownership, averaging 53 there. He's one of those guys that can play big minutes and I expected him to in this team because they're lo uh, losing Siwa Takiaho there. Uh, and you know, 59 minutes played in this one, 66 points, plenty of effort in this one, a couple of tackle breaks, some offloads, some turnover tackles. Did everything he could to do really well. And he's going to be up around that 80K made in the first four games that he's played. So he'll still have a fair bit of cash to make, about 100 there. Um, and he's just a, a cheeky pod who's probably got another, by the time you know, this week's done, another 80K or so to make. Obviously, history of concussions and, and some different injuries, but he's had a great start to the year. And you know, this was kind of ex you know, somewhat expected. I thought about a 50 average for him. So he's exceeded that a little bit. Sammy Walker, people were trying to trade him out and I just didn't see it. 52.7 with his average before this week. He then comes out, he just does everything and his defense has improved so much. So he had a bunch of like potential tri-saving tackles around the legs. There was a, a bunch of runs there from, who do we have? We had Cartwright earlier who had a nice run there and you know, nice legs tackle. I think he got a couple of good ones on Dylan Brown as well on that side. So 27 tackles for no misses. This was a big era, uh, area of his game that he needed to improve and he has done that. He still has that young hothead where he'll just launch a pass because he can, you know, he can fizz him 30, 40 meters easily. Um, yeah, send him out to Tupo and he's kind of going to work out where he's going to be. Uh, the odd forward pass and that in his game. But you know, to get majority of those negatives, literally the only negative he had was that error, that slightly forward pass. All the kick meters are him, 382. Didn't run the ball that much. It was really the only time he ran the ball was that line break that he made to get that try assist and kicking pretty well in the goal kicking department as well. So 56 average from him. If he continues at 56, he's got close to 100K to make as well. So he will go up go up a little bit this week. Only just, I think, because he had a 41 last week. And yeah, very, very good from Sammy Walker. And he's going to be somewhere around that sort of fourth or fifth best half option, I'd say. 
Heinze, Cleary, Moses will be up there. Munster will be up there as well with DCE. And I think Sammy Walker, most likely your next guy. I, I doubt Donson sticks with that 61 average. He'll probably fall just below Walker, maybe a 54 long-term. Uh, but I think Sammy's a great option for your sides. And, you know, probably not going to play Origin. But there's definitely a chance if there's an injury that he could slot into that. But we'll find out more about Origin a little bit later. We've got some time for that one there. So, yeah, just a big overall... Sorry for Teddy owners. A lot of us will try and pick him up eventually because he was looking good. Got a lovely line break, ran plenty of meters there uh, and was just in everything until he went down. And with the Roosters playing a lot better, I think it's only good news for a bunch of these outside backs and, and someone like Joey Manu over the next few weeks should definitely be on the radar considering he'll play fullback next week. It could be close to that time that we do pick up Manu. He does have a little bit less, a little bit more money to lose unless he comes out and gets a 70 or 80 next week, but it's definitely someone who should be on your radar. And we do have the uh, the JB singlets out as well, if you saw that in the video. They just got to my place and I'm sending them out to everyone that bought one as well. So let me know if you're interested in one of them. I do have a bunch of spare there ready to go. So good luck with the rest of the weekend, guys. I hope you have a good one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 